Welcome to the Scale Up Your Business podcast. In this podcast, we talk about what it takes to go from startup to scale up and beyond. How to significantly grow your business, create freedom, build wealth, and live life on your terms. Featuring some very special guests and experts to give you advice and direction on your journey. And now, introducing your host, entrepreneur, investor, and scale-up specialist, Nick Bradley. Hi, everyone. Nick here. Welcome to 15 Minutes to Action for this week. Now, one of the questions that comes out all the time in the community is around leverage. How do you get so much done, Nick? You talk about having processes, a pretty extreme way of managing your calendar. It seems like you've got multiple things in terms of businesses. You run these marathons. You're always, you've always got stuff going on. And I, I just need to understand how you do this. Okay. So I've mentioned this, but sometimes as always, I may say something, but I have to say it a few times and then people start to get the message. And I say that with absolute respect and no judgment because for years and years, I didn't get this right. When I was first moving more into entrepreneurship and out of the world of private equity, I thought that I had to do everything. And it was only until I got myself around a few mentors. Uh, one of those who first made me aware of this was Rob Moore. And he's got an amazing book called Life Leverage, which is actually a brilliant read. And one of the things that he kept impressing on me was that you have to find this, this ability, this superpower to be able to get lots done through other people. And that doesn't necessarily mean you have to invest a lot for that to happen. And when I first heard that, it was like, you're kidding me, man. Because, you know, I, I come from the world of corporate private equity. We had support teams, but those support teams tended to be uh, traditional PAs, you know, earning really good salaries. And when I was sort of venturing into my own businesses, even though I had investments in different businesses, I was conscious about making sure that my money, my, my main investment was focused on sales and marketing and, and less in terms of the operational pieces. But this is where I got it wrong. And I love now, I absolutely adore now systems and processes and the ability to be able to, to leverage certain tasks, because if you can do that, you, that's the only way. It's one of the only ways that you're going to get your business to where you want to get it to. So there we are. A bit of honesty from me today, just to say that, you know, as much as I like to think I've got a lot of different experiences and skills in this whole scale up game, there are the mistakes that even I have made when I'm just focused on trying to, you know, market things, sell things, create value through the various businesses that I have. So today we're going to get into virtual assistants. Virtual assistants. What the hell is that, Nick? Well, you listen, you should know because I talk about VAs, perhaps that's the term, a lot. And I talk about how they have absolutely transformed the businesses that I have, the way I work, the things that I do. Because what you don't see is I'm doing podcasts, I'm, I'm either guesting on other people's podcasts, I'm producing content, I'm out there building networks and partnerships, I'm working with my clients. But behind the scenes, there is a team of 17. And the majority of that team are virtual assistants working on social media, the podcast management, all sorts of different things in terms of how we leverage the stuff that I do around my personal brand. So as much as I'm responsible for producing content, writing things, getting videos done and all that sort of stuff, all the amplification, all the measurements 
the, the managing of the community, the way that we we work with the various platforms, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, is all leveraged by highly capable, experienced, but extremely efficient virtual assistants. So that's the secret. So if you're listening to this, it doesn't matter about the size of your business. You can have a virtual assistant working for you for, you know, five to $10 an hour. And if you've got, let's say, 20, 30, 40 hours a week of someone who's dedicated to a certain task that you need done but is not vital for you to do, then just imagine how much that's going to give you back. So it's hardly any investment because of the way that we do it, the way that we leverage it. I'm going to go through that today. So today's topic, bit of a long intro, but I needed to give you the context. And I needed to kind of, you know, again, like I like to do, I like to slam it down your face sometimes. So you get the point is that having a VA and and how do you how do you select a VA, why it's important. That's what we're going to get into today. All right. So there's going to be five points. As always, I like these to be action orientated. I want you to take the points. Go away, do your own work on these. And by the end of that, you should have what you need to get started in terms of finding a virtual assistant, knowing how, what to get them to work on and obviously starting to leverage your time so you can start to focus on more strategic vital tasks, which is so important when you are a business owner. All righty. So point number one, the first thing, the most important thing is be really, really clear on why you need to hire a virtual assistant. Okay, so there's a couple of things to consider here. What will you get? What will you get back from this decision? So time, freedom, increased revenue, particularly if you have someone who's a specialist at say marketing or social media, growth, personal growth. Will you have time back for you to invest in yourself in other ways? Will you have time back to spend with your family that you may not have now? The second thing is what impact is this going to have on your business? So I've mentioned the word leverage, the ability to do things through others, through other resources, through other people. Scale. Can you um, bring together teams, which can then start to compound, which gives you more reach, particularly on your marketing. So again, one of the things I do is I have teams working on various social media platforms so that they're constantly leveraging the time that we can spend on those platforms to produce valuable content that helps people. Will it allow you to focus on the growth tasks instead of the day-to-day? -day? The really critical thing about working on your business, not in your business. How many of you right now have a three to four hour block in your diary every single week to work on your business? Do you have it? If you do, congratulations. If you don't, why not? Because working on your business, getting up to that 30,000 foot view, seeing what can be there in front of the opportunities is massive. That's what you need to scale. And the third area, I've kind of touched on this, is what impact is it going to have just broadly on your life? So I mentioned more time with your family, but what about more time to do the things that you love and you want to do? So think of this as a really clear, your why, I say why is important everywhere. It comes under purpose but be clearly clear on the why a VA is going to really change things for you in a positive way. Okay, the second piece, and you need to answer yourself, ask yourself this question, is what do you need your VA to specifically do? So you need to be clear on any daily, weekly, or monthly tasks, things that you can outsource. Over the course of a week, make a note of the task you're actually doing and how long they are taking you. Now, this is something that really kind of you know hit me in the face to use that expression yet again, 
is that I realized that I was doing a lot of running around, doing some engagement on various social media platforms and things like that, when I, I really should be focused more on some of the more strategic partnerships and working with my clients, working on referral programs, looking at acquisitions, thinking about fundraising and investment. Some of those things are tasks that can't be done. I mean, when I was first buying businesses, I was spending a lot of time at night researching through all the various platforms like Biz Buy Sell. And then my business partner, Rob, and I said, well, why are we doing this? It's fun, right? We can sit there with a glass of wine and look businesses. It's like going shopping for these amazing things. But it's not the best use of our time. Why don't we get a VA to do all of the research under a certain criteria for us? And then they can just provide us with lists of uh, businesses to validate. I mean, how cool is that? Right. So, so that's the sort of thing that you can start to think about. Any research tasks that is perfect for a virtual assistant to do. And then the last part is you've got to highlight anything that you're doing, as I said, that can be outsourced on your daily list. Now, there, there's something quite specific about this. Someone said to me once, work out what your day rate is, work out what you would either, you know, pay yourself for an hour or get someone to pay you for an hour, and then work out whether you can hire someone in who could do that for you. So a classic of that is cleaning the house or doing gardening. Now, if you do gardening or cleaning because you love it, that's a different point. Okay, so that would come into more your fun time. But if you are paying someone, let's say, 15, 15 pounds an hour to clean your house, you know, and you're worth 100 pounds an hour, that's good leverage. Whereas if you're spending three to four hours doing that, when you could be spending that time on something of higher value, that's not good leverage. So you've got to be thinking creatively, but also strategically, because time is the one asset. It's the one thing we all have the same amount of, but we cannot get back. It is more valuable than money. And the more that you believe that, the more you trust that, and the more you use it in that way, the more you'll see the return. All righty. Cool. So you can see there's lots of different ways here. Now, the next place to really sort of go with this is how do you find a VA? So there's a couple of different things to consider here. If you need very specialist skills, it could be in a certain geography, it could be a certain level of experience, it's absolutely fine to find virtual assistants that you know, live in your country, let's say. So if you live in the UK, find a UK-based VA, live in the US or wherever. And you can recruit those yourself. You can run a, a normal sort of recruitment process, but I tend to like to go to... Upwork, Fiverr, or um, online jobs per hour, um, or people per hour, I think it's called actually. But have a look. If you Google virtual assistants, you'll find these different platforms. And that's where you'll find quite high level specialists, but they are more expensive. So be prepared to pay 30 to 50 pounds an hour, sometimes more, depending on what exactly you need through those various things. Now, that's still quite effective. It's still quite efficient in terms of it's not paying someone a £40,000 a year salary where you're paying someone for a lot more time that you may not need. It's much more focused. But there is a little trick here. There's a secret. Okay. Now, what that secret is, is two things. There are obviously parts of the world where the cost of living is significantly lower than some of the westernized societies. So I live in the UK, I live in Australia, I live in the US, cost of living much higher, particularly in the capital cities. If you go to places like some of the Eastern Europe countries and particularly some of the Southeast Asian countries like the Philippines, you can leverage the cost of living dynamic. What that means is someone's you know, income, what they need to earn in the Philippines is substantially lower to have a similar or the same quality of life. 
So what that means is you can hire someone based in those countries, particularly Southeast Asia, Vietnam, the Philippines, where you can pay five to 10, let's say US dollars an hour. And what you get back is an amazing quality of skill, attitude, but because of those ratios, those cost of living ratios, it's super efficient. Now, the way to think about this is two things. Because sometimes people go, oh, yeah, but isn't that like, you know, you're paying someone so, so little money. It's little money to you because of the value exchange is different. But what you pay someone, you know, would, would feel like maybe a day for you in terms of what you spend going to Starbucks, that can feed a family in the Philippines for a week. I mean, quite recently, we donated a few hundred pounds because there was a terrible typhoon in the Philippines. And that few hundred pounds um, fed, I think it was 100 families for a week. Or it might have been just been 100 families in total, but whatever it was, it was substantial for the amount. So what I say is if you don't think you can afford a VA, you're not thinking with enough resourcefulness because if you start to leverage these opportunities like that, then you can get a high level of impact for not a lot of money. And as you're building a business, it is important, as we always say, to look after cash flow. So in that example, my recommendation is to use a specialist virtual assistant recruitment agency. And... This option for me is you need to make sure you go with the right person, someone who absolutely understands your business, understands you, understands your, your needs. And you want to focus on forming a long-term partnership because that's the best way of doing it. Because you don't want to be spending time churning through the wrong VAs. And trust me, I've gone through a few different ways of doing this. I tried doing it direct myself. That was a failure. I've tried a few uh, different agencies. There's one that I recommend called Resource Worldwide. The lady who runs that, Sophie, a, a dynamic entrepreneur herself her story is extremely powerful because you know what she's done to create um, resource worldwide is actually allowed her to create freedom across the multiple businesses that she has so she's an entrepreneur who's been there and done that and i partner with her now and i thought it's a partnership because she understands what i'm doing in the business she understands me she understands my goals my vision she's taken the time and because of that she has managed to source recruit some of the most amazing VAs you could possibly imagine. And now they are 100% part of the Scale Up Your Business team. So that's my recommendation. Definitely the quality of that is important. My, I strongly suggest that you work with someone to do the sourcing so that again, you're leveraging that. It's not a lot of money. And the impact, as I said beforehand, is huge. All righty. Point four. So now that you, uh, you've got this in place, it's all happening. Once you've found one, how do you interview? How do you make that selection? Well, there's three attributes or three things that are really important here, three characteristics, probably better. The first one is skills. So you need to know, firstly, does the, the VA that you're interviewing have the skills for the job that you've specified that you want done? They're not necessarily, if you go particularly to Southeast Asia, don't expect everyone there to have huge amounts of, of skills like we may have had in, in Western experience. So I'll use that term again, but you're still going to get some really good things. My, my main VA, my personal VA is a great chap called Christian. He is extraordinary. He runs everything that I do on podcasts in terms of the podcast guests that come on Scale Up Your Business and the people that um, I, the, you know, when I go and guest on other people's podcasts and he manages the whole thing. He does all the promotion. So all the times we have an episode going out, he liaises backwards and forwards with PR agencies. And, you know, when I first started working with Christian, which is over a year ago, he didn't have a lot of the skills or experience, but he had the right attitude. And what he's done now is he's become an expert in this space because he's been curious, he's listened, he's taken action. 
and he's added a significant amount of value to me and, and scale up your business. So you're looking for skills, you're looking for experience. You may pay a little bit more, particularly if you go into um, Southeast Asia and, and Eastern Europe, because if someone has got the skills around, uh, let's say it could be customer service, it could be prospecting, you'll pay a bit more for that. But again, it's super efficient. And then the last piece is really values. So, you know, if you have a physical team member, you want to get on and you want to have a great relationship. When it's virtual, I would argue it's more important because you don't get to have that FaceTime together in the same way. You might be on a Zoom, but you want to make sure that your values align. That is one of the most critical areas. All righty. The last one, number five. So once they start, what do you need them doing? All right. So there's a few things here. First and foremost, clear communication and expectations are essential. Don't expect you know, everything up front. You do need to work with your VA and you need to effectively train them on what you expect. You need to make sure that they have the right tools and access to do the work that needs to be done. So again, virtually, a lot of it's going to be using various platforms. There's different ways that you have to think about payment and all that sort of stuff. So for example, I use a thing called Time Doctor, which allows me to measure the hours that the VAs are doing. They log on through that, and that's a, a nice transparent way that we work together. And then I use TransferWise to be able to transfer money every fortnight to the, to the VAs so they get paid in a regular way, and also it keeps the cost of those transfers low. So there's little tricks like that that need to be all set up. It's good to also use um, some more project management software, things like Trello, Asana, or Monday.com, and then you can run everything like projects. So there's a little bit, of, I just want to be clear, you have to set things up well for this to work effectively. And you know, if you kind of do that, you'll get a better result. So this is very much the, the work you put in, particularly in the beginning, the first few months, will compound back over time as you start to work more closely with your VA or your team of VAs. Definitely have a week up catch up weekly catch up call. I have um, one a week for around about an hour, which is really nicely coordinated. We have a certain number of things. There's a very clear agenda. It's all managed through Google Docs in terms of updates, and it's a really nice way of just being able to set the tone for the week. And then what happens is I tend to have constant messaging through the day to sign things off uh, using WhatsApp. That's what I like to use. But you can either do that or you can have an end of day catch up video message if it's necessary. Again, in the beginning, you may want that, but what you'll find over time is that you just get used to start working together and things work. But I find WhatsApp voice is really efficient. Again, you don't have to keep typing stuff out and you can just send voice notes to each other throughout the day. And that's a great way of, of kind of driving that communication and making sure things are working. All righty. So that's it. Leverage, leverage, leverage. If you're not doing, you know, sorry, if you're doing too many vital, so non-vital tasks, <laughs> See, I'm excited today, right? <laughs> Non-vital tasks, the stuff that other people can do more effectively than you, the stuff that you don't get energy from, then you need to outsource. Focus on high value, vital. There we go. I got it right. Tasks. That's the stuff that's going to drive your business forward. It's going to what's going to give you the passion to compete and to continue and to really grow. So that's what I wanted to give you today. I want you to leave this and I want you to fill those questions out. Be clear why you need a VA what you'd like them to do, how you find them, what are you going to do, what's your choice around that, what you're going to think about in terms of the skills, experience, attributes, values for, for bringing them in, 
And what are you going to get them to start doing? And just to reiterate again, if you want any recommendations in terms of you want to start, if you want to listen to this and start, I'm quite happy to put a link in the show notes to Resource Worldwide. You can have a chat with Sophie and she'll, you know, she'll point you in the right direction. Um, you know, the timing, if the timing is not right, she'll tell you that as well. If the timing's right, she will absolutely help you on your path with an amazing service. So that's why I recommend her and her team. Alrighty, that's it. I think I've probably gone over, but there was a lot to cover. As I always say, be grateful, be brave, have faith and show up. Bye for now. And there you have it. Another episode of Scale Up Your Business. Thank you very much for listening. And if you haven't yet, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It really does help the show become even better. And while you're there, make sure you hit that subscribe button to help you on your scale up journey. Now, perhaps you're thinking of growing and scaling your business. Perhaps now is the time. If that's you, then please check out suyb.global. That's where we have all of our programs, including the Growth Accelerator Partnership, the Maximize Value Partnership, all of our services, and of course, coaching and mentoring. Once again, be grateful, be brave, have faith, and show up. Until next time.